0: welcome to the do better podcast with your coach and host me stevie potter helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman to find out where you are right now on the spectrum go to our show notes and visit the superhuman scorecard and start changing your life today Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast with me Stevie Potter. Um, I hope you've had a really good week. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode as well where we kind of finished off the diet specific special um, talking about veganism. So hopefully, excuse the pun, you took some uh, ideas away and got some food for thought with that one. Um I'm going to kind of round out the diet special today. There are loads of other things that we could talk about, loads of other diet things. Um, There's stuff we've covered. So I tried to pick out possibly the most controversial topics but also um the most fashionable fads out there um keto paleo and veganism and i just wanted to cover just a few things that i think are are jumping out from the pages of instagram and facebook at the moment um but obviously there's loads more things out there that we can discuss and we may well go back to that in some future coaching episodes um obviously in the group these are conversations that we have quite a lot so if you're not already a member of the paladins community then do head over there on facebook um the links to those things are in the show notes as well. Because these are things that we're always chatting about on there. And I think um, these conversations are going to happen more and more. There's going to be more and more approaches that come out there. There's going to be more and more fads and trends. We're going to, you know, the pendulum swings back and forth um, between all of these different diet practices. And I think it's really important to have a community where you can kind of have a level-headed and honest conversation about those things. Because There are two sides to every single story and it's really important that we're kind of considering that. Um, But we've looked at keto, paleo, um, veganism, what i consider the main kind of diet factions around at the moment but i also think they're possibly the most dangerously misunderstood Um, they've got some great elements to them if you look at them and their basis but they've also got some really dangerous movements around them and i think that's really important is to take everything with a pinch of salt and make sure that you understand the science behind it and and question that as well we haven't covered low fat diets calorie counting all those sorts of things but i think those are probably less prevalent these days and it like i say it might well be something that we revisit in a later coaching session and like i say it's something that i often discuss with clients and my community so do head over there and and jump into the conversations that are happening on there Um, and hopefully we can debunk a few more of the the fiction and get a few more of the facts out there so come on in and join us in there um But this week, I really wanted to round things off and wrap up the diet special um, with a few kind of last thoughts and lessons from what we've talked about, things we can learn um, from the past few weeks. Um, Before we actually did the specific diet special, um, I talked about quality versus quantity in terms of diet nutrition. Um, If you haven't already listened to that, I think that is probably the most important session you can go and listen to because that really kind of explores the fundamentals of the quality versus quantity argument. And I think it's really important that every single person understands what the difference is and how both of those are really important factors in diet. But what we've seen over the past three weeks in terms of the diet specifics um, is a few common themes. I think the biggest one for me is that actually when you knuckle down and look at how all these diets work, the evidence out there and the healthiest way to follow these is all about avoiding unprocessed foods and if you look at the kind of advocates for these diets and if you look at the people who explore the science behind them and if you look at the evidence for and against it's always very difficult because as i said in my last episode um Diet and nutrition uh, research and studies are, are notoriously difficult to navigate because they're often sponsored by big food companies and I don't like to get political about things but sadly I think that is very much something we have to be aware of and I think it's important that we all look at that and say actually... There are other forces at play here and some of the evidence, I say evidence in inverted commas, is not necessarily evidence because it's engineered to support particular um, biases and it's really important to be aware of that. But what all of the experts will agree on Is that unprocessed foods are the common theme and the way to be healthier, be happier, make sure that you're nourishing your body and probably to lose weight well as well is to look at the level of processing in your food. And we're talking about the ultra processed foods, the things that are shouting at you from very loud packets and having to tell you that they're good for you from the supermarket shelves. We've also seen that really the only way to lose weight and lose body fat is to create a calorie deficit. And there's no other way that you can look at this. But whether or not you believe that calorie counting is something you can do effectively if that's not something you're going to do, that's absolutely fine. But there's no getting away from the fact that the law of thermodynamics says you need to have less energy going in than is going out in order for you to lose weight. Now, there are arguments about whether calorie counting is an effective way of doing that. And that's certainly something that we can explore um, a little bit more in the future. And it's definitely something that I cover with my clients. Um, But calorie deficit for weight loss energy balance uh, making sure that you have a negative energy balance so that you're putting less in than than you're putting out is the only way that you're going to lose weight no matter what diet that you follow. Um, I think it's also worth bearing in mind that different things will work for different people and there will always be massive advocates who are massively biased towards one way or the other and I think the reason for that is is because it's worked for them Now that might be because it's the easiest thing that they found to create a calorie deficit and it's the best thing they found to fit in with their lifestyle but it also could be that it works with their individual physiology and what we're seeing a lot more of now is evidence to suggest that one of the biggest um, factors in our weight management um, the way we process food, um, the way that we manage kind of immunity, mental health and all those sorts of things and how food is intricately linked with those is our second brain which is our gut microbiome and that's something I talk to people a lot about because we're starting to see more and more how important it is. We also don't know a lot about it, but we have some some broad overarching principles: making sure we're getting enough fibre, getting variety, eating plant based foods, all those kind of things to give us this healthy variety of gut bacteria. And we know that having a massive variety of gut bacteria is also really important. But we also know that there is massive variation between individuals. So even if we look at identical twins, um, when we study their gut bacteria... We know that that is massively different between the two of them. And so each person is going to digest certain chemicals in food and additives in food and more modern chemicals that we don't know much about. We're going to deal with those in different ways. And so it might be that different people find different foods work for them and different diet patterns work for them and maybe even different meal patterns based on how their gut bacteria handle that. So we need to look at individualization and how our individual bodies handle that. Um, But we also know that diet is the most important factor when it comes to weight management. And we also know that there are two things we need to consider in diet. And that is energy balance and also building blocks. So we talk about energy in terms of the fuel we need to actually carry out daily processes, both on a cellular level, but also as a human being, you need energy to get around and and do what you want to do. But you also need building blocks to actually build the body that you want. In order to manage weight and performance, whether that's performance as a parent, a partner, a businessman, an athlete, we need to balance energy and ensure we have all the building blocks required to build the body we need to navigate the life we want. And if you take away anything from this coaching session, take away that phrase. You need the energy, balance and the building blocks to build the body you need to navigate the life you want because at the end of the day you only get one body and there are lots of things that you want to do in this life but if you haven't got a body to that enables you to do that if you have no vessel to take with you then you're going to be very disappointed and that is the whole reason that i get out there and help people to get on top of their health and fitness is to enable them to do the things they want to do it's to enhance their natural human performance and whether that's in business whether that's in sport um whether that's just in their personal life what I'm helping people to do is become the best version of themselves by actually looking after their health and fitness and realizing how important and how key that is to everyday life and how different it feels to be a healthy, fit, happy version of yourself. In order to do that, I believe looking at years and years of observational, interventional, and anecdotal studies and thoughts, it is clear that there is no one correct way of eating for every person other than the replacement of ultra-processed foods with real foods, which is exactly what I've just said. And I'm going to keep saying it because I think it's so important. And I think people get it so wrong in modern society as well. And that's not necessarily our fault to a certain extent. Real foods, so things that are less processed and look closer to the kind of original source they came from, contain all of the macro, all of the micronutrients we require. And if we're following a real food, whole foods diet, if we're, you know, I'm not talking about being extreme. I'm not talking about all this kind of clean eating and raw food. I'm talking about just trying to get as much as possible from nature, from the sources that you can identify as coming from a plant, coming from an animal, something that looks how you would imagine that food to look. The more of those things that we get, the less we have to worry about counting out our macros to make sure they're right making sure even micronutrients and i think you know we have this massive focus on making sure we get enough vitamin d vitamin c calcium all that sort of thing but actually if we're eating a whole food diet we just don't have to worry about it because we're going to get all of the nutrients we need particularly in an era where we have access to so many real foods in such a variety around us There's just no need for us to be worrying about micronutrients if we're focusing on those real foods and the variety we can get in modern day life. But the other thing is that real foods, importantly, present those micro and macronutrients in a fashion that makes them accessible and useful to us. And while we might be drawn in by breakfast cereals that are fortified with vitamins and everything else, is not necessarily presenting those fortified vitamins in a way that we can actually access them and use them because they're a synthetic chemical format and we don't really know how well those are going to interact with our gut microbiome, with all the other tissues in our body and how accessible that actually makes that goodness to us. And there's evidence to say that actually... They don't really benefit us um, in any way. Whereas consuming plant foods, consuming consuming real foods that contain those nutrients on a on a natural level and of course you know they're all just chemicals at the end of the day but having them in a more natural form along with the foods that naturally contain all of the enzymes and all of those kind of co-conspirators we need to produce these reactions that actually give us the nutrition we need um, is really really important and it's important to understand that if we get those from real foods they're going to be much more useful to us if we're focusing on whole unprocessed foods the other thing is that it helps us with energy balance because, of course, we get that satiating effect of nutritious foods. So think about it. You know, people will recommend have lots of protein at your meal times because it will help you to feel fuller for longer. So if you're trying to lose weight, concentrate on protein, perhaps even concentrate on a little bit of fat, but certainly concentrate on having loads of vegetables and a salad with every meal. Why all of those things fill you up? Fiber, protein, fat it fills you up. If you're concentrating on getting real foods, then you're going to be concentrating on getting loads of veggies with your meals, which is going to make you feel full and give you that really massive variety of nutrition that you need as well. Um, so, if you're looking at weight management, then again, you can almost let everything else take a back seat if you're focusing on vegetables, protein, all those real natural foods, because they're just not as calorie dense, whilst also having more nutrients than if you're getting everything from processed and packaged foods. But what I encourage all of my clients in my community to do is experiment. Experiment with your own body, observe the effects that different approaches have. And depending on how intuitive you are depending on how far you are you know down the road of getting into bad habits depending on how much processed food you eat depending on how much you've got to change that might take years to really perfect but you're going to learn things along the way and you can keep diaries you can keep journals you can log things track things be your own scientific experiment And I think in the future, we'll probably all have access to very exciting and unique data. Um, You know, we're starting to see blood glucose monitors that people are wearing. I think they have their limitations because they don't take into consideration the effects of fat on blood glucose and how that impacts that. Um, So, you know, people are investing in those and asking me about them. Do I think they're useful? Well, to a certain extent yes but actually you can skew the data very well by just eating fat with any kind of carbohydrate and you'll suddenly see oh actually i'm not getting massive spikes in response to any of these carbohydrates um so i think they have their their limitations but i think things like that are going to develop where actually we can monitor far more and far wider variety of metrics um and actually create our own unique data to show us exactly how we respond to certain foodstuffs. And that helps us to create a unique approach to nutrition. And that's going to make us feel awesome um, and enhance our performance on an individual level. And I think probably see improvements that we've never been able to access before to individual humans. And potentially get rid of this whole concept we have of saying, you know, that that one particular approach to nutrition works for everybody. And unfortunately what we've gone for in in healthcare and, and science and society at the moment is the kind of low-fat, um, low-calorie approach and and that just doesn't work. And, it, you know, on a scientific level and when we look at all of the research that's coming out that isn't necessarily sponsored by Big Food Co., we're starting to see that that is just not, not the case. Um, and other societies have already done away with that in America. They have done away with the whole low-fat thing. So, you know, it's only a matter of time before that disappears from healthcare as well. Um, and i think once we begin to take on this individualized approach and we begin to experiment with ourselves and perhaps we come across this kind of wearable technology in 10-15 years time we're going to start to see that like i say we're going to feel better we're going to enhance our own performance and we're going to increase the quality as well as the length of our lives the question is whether as a society we are prepared to face the truth And say no to the food companies that control our health and take no interest in it other than monetary gain. We are all driven by addiction and the introduction of so much choice and variety can be amazing when it comes to the fantastic variety of fresh produce we now have access to. But it can be equally as harmful when we consider the even larger gap it's created for the invasion of ultra processed foods and the massive variety and confusing messages that we have out there. And it seems like whenever we get a new diet fad crop up, the food industry jumps on that and creates a package that advertises that and encourages it. And it's very, very easy to get swept up in that and think you're doing the right thing. And it is ever more important to just take a step back remember the principles of nutrition remember about unprocessed foods remember that actually it just boils down to quality and quantity and think about that for a minute and don't be sucked in by advertising and marketing claims and that's a really difficult world to navigate and i totally appreciate that not everybody has access to the data that i can interpret not everybody has access to the knowledge that I do. But that's where being part of communities that are able to interpret that and help you with the questions you have is really, really important. And unfortunately, the path that we're taking at the moment with these big food companies and with this marketing and everything else is that we're taking a path which is slowly killing us and our planet. And I think that's a really poignant message to finish on is that the choices you make in terms of feeding yourself and feeding your family are also have an impact on a a much bigger scale and the sooner we kind of realize that and start paying attention to it the sooner we're actually going to be able to make a difference so there we have it that's the the kind of finishing thoughts and summary of the diet special um there are far more diets out there than i can ever possibly cover um in these short podcast sessions but go away research them have a look at it ask me questions um you know a lot of you email me and i'm more than happy to reply to those and, and if we get lots of questions in then i do try and try and do the coaching sessions on this podcast um about the issues that people are, are talking to me about which is why i did the diet special in the first place um the other thing i want to finish on is we've just finished obviously the diet special but we are going to have something very exciting coming out um very soon i'm going to be taking a very honest um and direct approach to weight loss we're going to be launching um the lard loss program <laughs> here at the wonder clinic i wanted to give it a funny name uh, it's just in my nature and also i just thought you know what we need an honest name for what we're trying to do which is lose fat um what we're going to do is be looking at the best way to do that. So we're going to be taking into account all of the lessons that we've learned over the last few, um, coaching sessions, but I'm also going to be sharing the approach that I share with my one-to-one clients. I'm going to be sharing the approach that I think works for every single human being. And I'm going to take you through, um, six weeks, give you everything you need to lose the weight that you need to before summer. Um, we've got you know a lot of people booking holidays at the moment getting very excited for summer and from march it's basically going to be your last chance to really get yourself sorted and not allow what was you you were kind of calling it christmas weight but is now just starting to become part of yourself um kind of last chance to lose that before those holidays and before those family holiday snaps start to appear on facebook and we all know that photos are going to stay on the internet forever and they can reflect um very poignant moments in our lives and we can look back and say actually physically I wasn't in the best shape I wasn't how I wanted to look and I felt that I felt embarrassed and I didn't feel myself and while you know my weight loss programs are not about aesthetics we all know that that's really important and what I like to do is take you through not only a program that helps you to lose weight and help you feel better in terms of how you look but actually help you feel better in terms of being healthy and actually help you make long-term changes for good so that you can do that on your own in the future so look out for that um if you are interested again just jump into the facebook group because that's where everything appears first of all um have a look out on social media pages because sign up for that is going to be coming out very soon and we're going to be launching that on the 7th of march i believe um which is just in time like i say to hit six weeks just before easter so if you've got any easter holidays planned then we're going to have you feeling uh ship shape and shiny for that um but as always if you have any queries or questions about anything we've discussed on the podcast or you've got any suggestions for topics that you want me to cover in future then please do let me know for now i'm going to let you get on with your week and i will catch up with you all again very soon take care thanks for listening to the do better podcast i hope you enjoyed the show You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website, thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.